So they had to move everything out. And then we were like, the guys were like, okay, we have 15 minutes to make this happen. You know what I mean? So we got a, we went crazy, set up everything. As soon as doors open, the crowd just come to the stage like they are zombies, like, rah, and then we start playing, you know what I mean? Welcome to the Sloppy Syndicate Show with your trashiest host, White Trash Donnie. As you can tell, we're a little bit, a uh, little different scenery. So we are up in Virginia uh, on the farm, and we are coming to you uh, on the road, essentially. So uh, we had De- uh, we have Dead Groove in the green room. Uh, a little bit about Dead Groove. They formed in 2020 uh, in Los Angeles, California, and uh, Acid Rock, uh, you know, Heavy Rock, um, and they have a ton of talent. Um, so we'll bring some of the talent on, Holly. Uh, she's the lead singer uh, for uh, Zepparilla, uh, which is a female-fronted uh, Led Zeppelin tribute band. Uh, we got Fred, uh, who plays the drums uh, from Peru. Um, he's been in uh, some high-profile, high, high, uh, high but been in some uh, huge bands, uh, Power Flow, one of them. And uh, Caesar, who is not joining us, um, is uh, he was one of the voices on... Um, or one of the voices, uh, one of the judges on The Voice of Peru and helped uh, Holly and Fred uh, kind of get this music going in 2020. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get talking with Holly and uh, Fred. I know Holly has a show tonight. So. <laughs> I love it. What's up, bro? How, how are we doing? Pleasure to have you on the show. But uh, Thank you. I know, Holly, you have a show um uh, coming up here shortly. So you got loaded. Yeah. In that. So keep it as quick as we possibly can. Yeah, no and, uh, you know, so, um, just released, uh, the book of the dead, uh, before that you released Maverick. Um, so a huge uh, hit with Maverick. And then, uh, that was released what February 15th, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we just released, um, the book of the dead today at midnight. So, um, this is a little, uh, little party we're throwing, um, yeah. you know, for the release. Uh, so thank you for joining us. And um, thank you. if you are not joining us right now, thank you for joining us in the future on the podcast. Uh, so uh, Fred, we'll start with you. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, um, what brought you to the band and, and things like that. And then uh, we'll get to Holly from there. All right. Well, I'm 31 years old. I moved into the U.S. like five years ago. I decided to start from zero. So uh, I started joining bands. I, I played with several bands. I uh, I got the chance of joining Powerflow in 2018. Uh, we went, uh, we toured Europe. We did really good good stuff with them. And then at the same time, I also joined Billy Bio, which is uh, Billy Graciadi from Biohazard. He's also in in Powerflow. So, so he invited me to join his band, and I was like, "Sure, dude, let's let's do it." And then I hear the songs, and it's all hardcore, straight hardcore, you know. And I it was like, I was new on it, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it." And then I started. Uh, I also play with the band called Culprit. It's a it's a metal band from the '80s. They used to tour with with Metallica back in '82, '83. So now they are having a new lineup. The basis is the original, and now we are ha- is, uh, putting a new record out. So yeah, that that's uh, culprit. I also have a band called Fractures. So I'm kind of like all over the place right now, working. And, you know, I'm a working musician. So one one of them right now, I'm actually filling in for for Bias. I'm filling in for 
David Sil Silveira. Okay, awesome. So that's definitely a really awesome gig. It's really cool. So you you know I've been working so much with all these bands. So I got to the point where I was where I was like, you know what? I need to write my own music. I need to come up with something that is really cool, that everybody's gonna like it, and I'm gonna love it. So I I got the chance to start playing with Holly right before the the pandemic. So we had a lot of jams. We used to just get together and jam like for hours and hours coming up with riffs and grooves and stuff like that so after almost a year and a half we were like you know what let's let's make a band let's start writing songs and let's, let's make this happen so the perfect guy for me was uh was caesar you know it, he's uh i used to be in a band with him called mauser it's actually his band it's called mauser peru they have already like three records. They are huge in Peru. So when I had to move in here, you know, I had to leave the band. So it's been like a like a long gap that I had with those guys. So that's why I wanted to bring Caesar in because he's really great writing. He's a really great producer, and he's an amazing singer also. So that's how actually that group came up to to be a, something real. So Holly and I, we had a trip last year. We went to Peru in December and we went to awesome places like Machu Picchu and all these awesome places. And then coming, coming back, we went, we came back to Lima and we got together with Caesar and we started rehearsing. We already had like three songs on the works. So we just rehearsed and then we went straight to the studio. I record drums in one day. Then the next day we record basses and then vocals and then pretty much it was pretty quick it, awesome. it, it went down quick yeah yeah so i know uh fred is super busy um he uh as he just stated he um well-known drummer uh clearly and uh, he's drumming in multiple bands and then we have the talent uh talented holly west um who lives out in la and is a uh, female friended of the led zeppelin tribute band so uh let's welcome holly and and holly tell hey. us a little bit about yourself yeah. Um, well, actually, I don't front the band. I'm the bass player. Oh, sorry. Uh, okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so I, uh, I'm i from Dallas originally and was in a bunch of bands out there. And in 2019, I decided to make my way to, um, to California. Um, I had already put out a record called Mokita with, um, I had Gary Hoey on guitars um and brady blade on drums uh it's kind of like my you know power trio style that i like uh it was my kind of debut of singing people didn't know that i sang so <laughs> um but it did it did pretty well and i at least had some content when i moved out here um and so i was playing in zeparella by about 2018 so i'd already been also established in the bass community as well and um, of course, I, I want to get my you know new music out and stuff. And thankfully, uh, Fred and I met at the right time, right before the pandemic started. Uh, we actually were together. We lived together in, in Long Beach. Um, oh, so it kind cool. of it kind of makes things easier because right. <laughs> we can practice whenever we want. 
Um, and then we're both touring musicians as well. So we definitely understand each other's lives and stuff. So um, it's kind of cool to work with your partner, um, especially when they're as badass as Fred. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I started um, looking for bandmates in 2019 <clears throat> and coincidentally ended up at one of Fred's gigs and met him. And um, a few months later, he asked me to come and jam and, we, our first jam session was like our first date and we jammed for like four hours. <laughs> so, so was it love at first chord? Yes. It was pretty amazing to be honest, first because <laughs> it's very hard to find musicians that can just jam, you know? And so drum and bass was just really easy for us to jam and stuff. So it was really cool. Uh, and it, it just kept getting stronger and stronger the more, you know, we jammed together and stuff. So, um, we do have like a little, a couple of episodes of uh, the Holly and Fred show on YouTube <laughs> where it's just us jamming. <laughs> okay. I'll have to check and, that out. And that's kind of where a lot of these, uh, these ideas started coming from for the band. Um, mm -hmm. I had already written some songs like Maverick. Maverick was my first song I wrote when I came to California. And so throwing it into a power trio obviously changes it a lot and, um, you know, producing different uh, arrangements and stuff uh, so it just kind of grew into this really cool powerful powerful song that we, we were able to release and um, the Book of the Dead is uh, uh, Fred got really into the the Egyptian Book of the Dead and the stories and stuff behind that and I'm super into creative writing I, I like to write things that are um, that are you know make you think and it's not it's not just all about love and whatever. I feel like anybody can write a good love song. Um, so he, uh, Caesar had sent us the riffs for the Book of the Dead. And I was a tiny bit lost at first because it wasn't, it wasn't classic, like I'm used to it. Um, so I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this? And so I asked Fred what I should write about. And he said, uh, write about the Egyptian Book of the Dead. And like within an hour, I had it all written and, ready to go and so we went back and put vocals on it and it it really seems to be like a quintessential dead groove um song you know like it's right. it's all three of us really throwing ourselves out there and um we really really dig it so um so yeah i mean that's uh i'm playing zeparella and doing dead groove pretty much um and then fred and i both are are, are actually caesar as well he we all teach um, our instruments and stuff. So, okay, very it's, uh, so we're a very, very musical group of, of people. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's uh, take a moment, say hello to the people in the chat. We got MVK Music Group joining us, Russ, uh, cool. Daniel. Um, yes, I am in the dark, folks. Donnie Darko. Um, I am uh, <laughs> up in Virginia, so I do not have the studio lighting with me, um, but I brought the essentials that uh, we could do a show with. So uh, this is um, the Dead Groove Band. Uh, Super talented trio. Um, so you've got Fred on drums, uh, Caesar, who is not with us tonight. And then we have Holly, who does bass and the vocals. Uh, very, um, like, I don't want to say it's, it's acid rock, but it's it's very classic. You get a classic vibe from it, especially with Maverick. Um, and mm -hmm. some of the guitar riffs in there, um, they start <laughs> super high, and then they just, like, you take it down low. Um, so definitely uh, give them a, you know, check them out. Uh, I fell in love with Maverick and, um, cool. you know, I said, Hey, I want to get them on the show and, uh, get them some exposure. They just started in 2020 
And uh, they have two songs out now, uh, Maverick, which was their first single. And then we are celebrating uh, the Dead Groove single today. And that is out now, folks. So you can check that out on all the platforms. And uh, if I'm correct, you're currently working on an EP or a mm -hmm. full album. Yeah. yeah. We are uh, right now just, this was like kind of like our deadline. You know, we, we wrote this song first and we were like, okay, once we release the Book of the Dead, we're going to just get full on and just writing. It, for us, it will be perfect at full length. That's That's our goal. So right now we're just going to start writing and just sending things back and forth, riffs and grooves and stuff like that so we can get some awesome songs down. We we kind of found our style with The Book of the Dead. Even mm -hmm. though Maverick is, is a great song. As Holly said, she wrote that song as an instrumental kind of super bluesy. Blues, yeah, blues uh, song. It, it, it didn't have the, the, the chorus in there. Yeah. It didn't have the instrumental part in the middle, so that's all our our, our work, pretty mm -hmm. much, on top of what she created. Yeah, I, I literally just, it was a blues song, whole blues um, uh, progression, and um, there was no, you know, no choruses or anything, uh, and it was about me moving away from, like, everything that I knew and starting a new life in California, Um, and I, something always really struck me with that song. I really loved it. Um, and everybody that has heard it really loved it. So pulling that in as the first song was, uh, was special for me for sure. Um, but the way that, that Caesar kind of rearranged the guitar parts and stuff was really, really cool too. Um, I, I don't mind, uh, you know, putting something out there and then having my bands change it to make it cooler. <laughs> I'm not Absolutely. like kind of stuck in a way. Uh, I think, you know, you, if you pick the right members and the right people to work on your, your music, then you'll, you'll always be happy. Absolutely. So uh, how did the band get its name? And let's say uh, Attila's here. So welcome in, Attila. Hey, Attila. Hey, man. So how did the band get its name? Uh, Fred, you want to? Uh, well, yeah. While we were working on these songs, you know, we had Maverick and, and the Book of of the dead and we already had these two options we were in between maverick as a band or dead groove because we already had this uh this uh clothing company me and holly came out with a clothing company um pretty much in 2020 okay. early 2020 so i'm i'm also a graphic artist i'm graphic designer i also do freelance work so me and her we wanted to put this business together So I'm, I will, will come up with all these de designs, music-related, you know, for drummers. We did one that is Holly's signature, that is, is, is called Deep Groove, that is like a her as a skull playing bass, you know. So that's how actually the name Dead Groove came, and it was mm -hmm. Dead Groove Clothing. So we were like, all right, should we make like the whole branch as a Dead Groove, or should we go with Maverick? So we ask everybody, you know, everybody. <laughs> and it was like a 50-50. Everybody wanted Maverick <laughs> and everybody wanted that groove. So I was like, you know what? Let's go with that groove. Let's make a huge brand out of it. Music, clothing, art, and everything. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely picked uh, Dead Groove is uh, a little more catchier to me than uh, Maverick. So right? um, you yeah. guys picked the right one. And, yeah. uh, you know, Atila says congratulations on the new release. Um, definitely a a banger um so go check it out uh on all it's on youtube 
Um, where can they also find uh, you at if you have apparel or um, you know things like that? We just spoke. You guys have an, your your clothing line. Mm-hmm. Um, where can we find uh, the Dead Groove Band at? We have a couple uh, websites actually. We have deadgrooveclothing.com where you can buy all of our merch and then other clothing that Dead Groove Clothing offers. Um, and then we have deadgroove.com or deadgrooveband.com. Um, and then of course we're on you know, Spotify, YouTube, um, any of your every, streaming services, every single one. Yeah. Yeah. We're going through CD baby. So they just posted everywhere. Okay. Awesome. And then if you cannot find them, you can always check out the sloppy syndicate show.com. Uh, there will be a link in there to the podcast as long as well uh, as all of their links for the, the clothing company, uh, the band as well as their, um, social media links as well. So um, we will uh, definitely get them taken care of on that. Uh, So what is in the future for you guys? I know you guys are working on an EP um, or a full length album, depending on how much you guys get written. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there a tour in sight or or what are you guys looking at for the rest of the year? Yeah, we're we're actually working on, on, on a tour. uh Actually our our first tour is going to be in Peru. It just got confirmed yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we Fred was Mr. Put his tour manager pants on and uh, <laughs> got us some uh, some good um, uh, people to work with down in Peru. So we're going to do five dates in Peru, and we're bringing um, Cutthroat LA with us, uh, which are some really cool hardcore guys, uh, friends of ours. And then we're going to have Mauser play, and then. Um, the uh, Pantera tribute. Yeah, I I also have a, a Pantera tribute in Peru. So this time when we went to Peru in December, we organized this Pantera tribute, and it was insane. It was, it was really huge, yeah. awesome. A lot of people. Yeah. So now when we are now that we are coming back, we're planning to do this tour in late October, and then going through the first week of November. And it's going to be like a festival tour. And it's like the Pantera Tribute, Dead Groove. Caesar is also playing with Mauser. And we're bringing Cutthroat LA. It's a, it's a hardcore band. They're huge in Europe. They are, they're also big in Japan. So, yeah, it's looking really, really, really good. So I think that's going to be our first tour. So I just got to be like, Woo! what does Fred not do? <laughs> <laughs> he does graphic yeah. designing. He does, I mean... He, he books the tours. He does, I mean, he's the jack of all trades. So Yeah, uh, and he does all of our social media. I'm so bad at it because I, I just, I don't know. It's a racket to me half the time. And he's just always on there posting. He's like, okay, I posted for today. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. do all the art, all the videos, all the stuff. Me and Holly, well, I, I we, we work on, on the music yeah. videos. That's yeah, all that. We, we edit all of the videos together. Yeah, see, I'm, uh, I'm pretty good with Instagram. Facebook, I wasn't really a big fan of, but I'm, I'm getting more into it, obviously. Um, you know, that's another platform for all of us to grow on. And then uh, Twitch. Twitch is like a foreign world to me. So I'm trying to learn Very Twitch funny. so I can stream on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because Twitch is a little more open. Um, like I was, I wanted to play, uh, you know, the song, but, um, you know, I get the copyright claim and then I have to fight with YouTube. And, and mm-hmm. you know, if, if the, the record company doesn't approve it, then, I, you know, it's it's a whole nightmare to, to deal with, um, you know, the regulate not regulations, but the copyrights uh, on YouTube. So um, sorry, folks, you don't get to listen to it here, but you can definitely go check out the Dead Groove Band and uh, their newest single, The Book of the Dead. And uh, Holly has, uh, you know, just some great vocals. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to Thank explain. You. you would have to definitely 
uh, check the song out, but the vocals just go along with the style. Thank you know, you. you guys are creating a style, not just a band. There's a style, there's a sound, uh, and it's definitely unique. And you guys are taking that as the super trio that you guys are and just making that your own. And, and I, I, you guys are two songs in, and, and I, I see you guys blowing up. So oh, thank you. Uh, you know, thank and I know you guys are busy as heck. Like you said, you got, you know, uh, we do parent, uh, Pantera tribute band. Holly's mm -hmm. doing the uh, Led Zeppelin tribute band. Um, and Holly is playing bass and vocals with the Dead Groove band. So, I mean, there's no telling where you'll see these guys at. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, any bands that you guys would like to tour with or play on, you know, if you had to choose, this is kind of one of my questions I always mm -hmm. ask. Uh, if you had to choose, yes, there's, uh, you know, 50 bands come to mind. But if you had to choose one band, past or present, to tour with, who would you pick and why? Clutch. Clutch. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> they're, they're my favorite band, and uh, um, I just, I, I've always loved their style. Um, I feel like it just speaks to me, so I, I kind of bring that in my own style. So I would love to would tour with Clutch at some point. I would definitely say Jack White. Jack White. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a good mm -hmm. answer. Not a common answer. answer that would be beautiful. Yeah, that'd be cool. yeah he, he's definitely a talented artist for sure. And um, he's actually a Michigan native, if I'm correct. Hmm. And he sang at the uh, sang the national anthem for opening day in Detroit not too long ago. Yeah, yeah like a week ago. ago. Yeah. So a uh, good old Michigan boy. So mm -hmm. uh, definitely got to give him some props. And, um, you know, as you say, stated you're doing a tour in Peru. Um, are you guys working on any tours uh you know, I know you guys are in LA. Are any West mm -hmm. Coast tours or Midwest tours that you guys are working on? I, yeah, so yeah, we're we are definitely looking into it. You know, we wanna figure out because once I start going with my band, I also I'm 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 playing with with the Bullet Boys. They had some kind of nightmare, and then they got a new lineup. So now I'm part of the Bullet Boys too. So now we're gonna start playing shows, and there's gonna be a good opportunity of us opening for bullet boys and also for separella so yeah at any time yeah, sure. a, a show in the u.s is gonna pop up awesome yeah and uh holly we're gonna have to let holly go here shortly um yeah. she does have to warm up and uh load in for her yeah. show tonight uh so no anytime doubt. you need to go holly uh, just let us yeah. know and uh we'll get some i'm okay right now Okay, I'm okay awesome. right now. The The band just showed up, so I got kicked out of the dressing room. So I'm in the other dressing room now. Okay. <laughs> no worries there. There's and there's one thing that M MVK group put. Uh, is it such, such a small world. We have a sister apparel company called Maverick. Maverick. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. How awesome is that? Crazy. Right. Yeah. So if you guys, I mean, you're, you're with MVK. So how crazy would that have been Maverick <laughs> with, you know, MVK and then Maverick Apparel? It'd be like a, you know. I was just thinking to it. I'm so glad we didn't call it Maverick because that was going to be like. Right. It'd be like, well, what are we talking about? We're talking about the band, the clothing or the music group. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that definitely worked out in everybody's favor by picking that groove. Um, and it's a little more catchier, um, I feel, obviously, and that's my opinion. Um, yeah. You know, so how long have uh, so Holly? Like, what got you started into music? And you know, who were some influential aspects of uh, your musical uh, career? Because you've been in music for a long time. So, yeah. Um, so i I started playing instruments when I was twelve, but I didn't actually like really 
it didn't really sink in until I was in my late twenties. <laughs> and, um, I just ended up joining a band, um, as a bass player and just throwing myself into, it. I mean, I literally knew the names of the strings when I went to my first rehearsal. <laughs> so, um, so I, I got in a band in, in Dallas and just started working, you know, trying to figure out how to play the bass like three to six hours a day. Just, and um, I, I became a pretty well-known bassist in Dallas. Um, and my influences for bass have always been, like I said, clutch. Um, I like uh, Rival Sons a lot. Um, I like, uh, who else do I like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's so many to name, um, but like uh, oh Dorothy, do you know Dorothy? Yeah, that's love a good one. Dorothy, yeah, and I actually opened for her in Dallas uh, one time, and it was a really really good fit. I actually I ended up with a bunch of her fans uh, becoming my fans that night because our our music is very similar. But I kind of I I had her on my list of. Uh, of uh, I had Clutch, Rival Sons, and Dorothy on my list of um, when I sent my to my engineer and my my mastering guy. I was like, these this is the sound I'm looking for. So those three were definitely on on the top. Uh, and as far as like, yeah, I've been I've been doing. So I've been playing bass. I play guitar, uh, vocals, um, and then I I teach now as well. So I'm going to be learning a lot more. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. But when I was a kid, my, my musical influences were Cheap Trick and all the way to like Whitney Houston. Right. Um, I just, I loved to sing when I was younger, um, but I had a really mean older brother. So whenever I would sing, I would get made fun of, <laughs> which is why it took me so long to get really into music, you know? Um, but I'm glad that now my brother's my friend and he supports me and <laughs> mean old brother right you know. mean old brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would but, you know i would say my musical you know influences are all over the board like you said i remember uh you know jamming out to megadeth and you know the hard rock you know metal bands back in the day and then going to uh, alabama for the june jam Mm -hmm. uh, which Alabama, the band, country band, uh, one of the bigger, obviously everybody knows who Alabama, the country yes. band is. Um, they did uh, a June jam festival where they'd have, you know, two, you know, the weekend, they'd have a ton of bands. We go down and camp and, you know, so I was kind of torn in the middle, like, you know, I'm being drawn to the countryside, I'm being drawn to the rock side. So, you know, musically diverse, you know, which is great because uh, I enjoy all kinds of music and uh, I don't have to pick sides. So, um, you know, if you want to play some metal country, play some metal country. If you, you know, <laughs> so uh, Fred, uh, what are some of your influences? I know you're, you're uh, from Peru, so. Yeah, well, I, I started playing drums when I was 13 years old. My dad used to have a band. Well, in South America, they have like a called orchestra that they play like everything. They play like rock, salsa, cumbia, merengue, every single generally you can imagine they, they will play so that's how i started learning all this different kind of music and and from that whole set one song will be a rock song so i was like that was the moment for me to shine and yeah let's do it you know what i mean so i started playing with my dad's band when i was 15. so it, it took me like two years to 
learn from the drummer and and then he had to leave so he was like you know what you're gonna play and i was 15 and i was like okay so that's how all this trip started so i started playing that kind of music but my thing back in the day was like i don't know i was into like i, I was into progressive metal a lot i was like a dream theater guy i would like then i started going back i was starting like getting to yes getting into Emerson, Lake and Palmer and all this good stuff, you know? And that's pretty much actually brought me to this kind of music, just rock and roll and what, whatever is good music. But I've been also into metal, you know, super metal. I used to play with the band from Pomona. Uh, it was black metal. I would just chord pain and everything just so so i can get better with my double pedal you know what i mean it's right. a whole process that you gotta take it's a whole thing that you gotta do so you can master the double pedal you know what i mean yeah the double pedal is no joke and you can watch uh uh you know some of fred's videos and he's just going to town on it and i'm like i can't even move one foot that fast <laughs> alone too. um yeah so definitely a, a talented trio um you know and it's uh, a match made in heaven essentially because you're both <laughs> so musically talented and okay. um you know so what are like what sticks out in your mind like uh, one of the craziest tour stories or one of the craziest things that happened on tour <laughs> it's probably a loaded question i mean there's so much crazy stuff that happens uh, yeah, there's got to be one that stands out and you're like yep i'll never forget that i have one uh this was my first european show my first europe tour with power flow and our first show was download in oh. in uk so it was like this huge festival and we were planning playing main stage same stage the same day as guns and roses and everything so i was super jet lag uh, we got there the night before we we got the the tour bus and then you know once you get there the only time you can finally kind of go to sleep is like 4 a.m 5 a.m 5 30 i'm like wow so i wake up and it's like 11 30 we were supposed to go on at noon, like really early. And and I wake up and nobody was in the bus. Everybody was already there setting up. You know, they were like teasing me big time, then the new guy. So I wake up and they're like, where is everybody? You know, and I got to go to the schedule because nobody was there. And you got to get a shuttle so you can get to the stage because it's such a big festival. So I got there to main stage and and everybody was late and i was like oh thank god it's not just and me <laughs> it's not just me why because parkway drive this huge band they were setting up in our stage but they messed up they were supposed to go to main stage one and not to main stage two so they messed up and they have all these things on stage where the drums like move all this machinery whatever so they had to move everything out and then we were like the guys were like okay we have 15 minutes to make this happen you know what i mean so we got a we went crazy set up everything as soon as doors open the crowd just come to the stage like they are zombies like rah, and then we start playing you know what i mean everything went well but you know it was crazy any uh fun stories for you holly um i guess one that comes to mind is uh my first tour with zeparella um i lived in dallas at the time so i was always flown out and um i flew to san francisco we did rehearsals and then i was supposed to just stay on the uh, we, we drive a big sprinter van 
And so I was going with the drummer, who's usually the driver. Oh, sorry, my thumbs. Um, and so on the way to Arizona, which was our first trip, I'm in the back just shredding Zeppelin, you know, getting ready for my first show with them and everything. And I look up and there's all these mountains and it's gorgeous. And I'm like, oh, it just feels so surreal, right? And we get to the venue and the venue is actually kind of odd because it's a sit down dinner type show. <laughs> Zeppelin is not a sit down dinner type right. show, <laughs> but it's sold out and these people pay a lot. So we're like, okay, we pay, you know, we play. So Clem and I get to the venue and I'm like, oh, they have posters up. I'm so excited. Like my first poster was Zepparella. And I get to the over to the posters and I look. <laughs> And they had pulled a, a picture of Nita Strauss off the internet and thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a picture of Nita Strauss playing guitar. It says Holly West. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. Take it, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's crazy, though, is that um, the singer and guitar player were traveling together from San Francisco on a plane and their, their flight was late. So so Clem and I on my first my first show with them had to set up all of the equipment to get like just her and I <laughs> and then I'm getting ready you know to go we're getting ready to go on stage and they still haven't they're still not there it took them like we ended up going on stage like 30 minutes after we were supposed to be on stage <laughs> but it was a good night and it was a good show so yeah I've seen so many crazy things just being in the the audience I remember um 30 seconds to Mars, uh, he climbed, uh, what's his name? Is it Jared Leto? Is that the lead singer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, he climbed, I mean, this was back like uh, Taste of Chaos Tour, I think. This was a long time ago. But, uh, I mean, he climbed all the way to the stage. And I'm like, oh, like, he, he's climbing the, the the stage itself. And he goes and sits up top and, and sings. And I'm just like thinking he's going to wow. fall. And then shortly after that, he's sitting up there. He starts walking down. Uh, this kid, young kid, probably... 19 20 uh runs on stage jumps on the speaker and then tries to jump in the crowd to crowd surf and nobody catches him and he just bam oh, right on the face poor <laughs> oh, guy. i mean that's one that comes to mind i have so many crazy <laughs> stories that probably are not radio uh approved but uh yes mm -hmm. uh, that was one that comes to mind just seeing no, i'm not i'm not climbing the the stage that was just set up and uh <laughs> going to the top and then i'm certainly not jumping off any speakers and, and landing exactly. on exactly you gotta make sure you you gotta make sure somebody's gonna, gonna get you, you. You know what I mean? So, something My... happened with me also with with Billy. We were playing in Berlin, in in Germany, and um, and and, and this girl, friends of of the guys, she wanted to do this crowd surfing so bad. So we tell her, okay, before you jump, you need to let everybody know that you are there. Lift your arms. Everybody sees you. Jump. All right. Cool. So she was like, yeah, perfect. And then when she gets to go, she just goes straight, jump, oh, no. floor, face in the floor. You know <laughs> what I mean? We were like, what happened? We told you. <laughs> Talk about a trust fall. They'll never trust a fall again. Oh, Damn, no. man. <laughs> My drummer was just telling me a story. Um, we happened to be a long time ago at the same uh, festival in Austin. Uh, but she said at this festival, there was a band that crowd surfed. The entire band crowd surfed. So the drummer had a snare and he was on his drum throne and they were, he was crowd surfing as they were picking him up with a, in his drum throne with his snare. 
and of course the, gr- the guitar player bass player and singer and so they're all standing on top of the crowd playing a song awesome. i don't remember i don't know what the I, band is called I, but wow. i think that I, I think the guys from Fever 33, they, they do that. Maybe oh, that's who it was. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's who it was. Because it's Fun, Fun, Fun Fest, and Slayer was the um, the main. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's possibly that it was 333. Three, three, yeah, three, how three, awesome is that? Yeah, I know Andrew from uh, Evergreen Terrace. He likes to, the lead singer of Evergreen Terrace, he likes to take the microphone, jump in the crowd, and crowd surf. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the remainder of the band stays on the stage, but he always... Yeah. You know, interacts and, and jumps out there and crowd surfs a little bit. Um, so it's pretty pretty interacting. Not that I would uh, trust the people to keep me up, but I don't um, think yeah. I'd do it. Right. <laughs> and and now with the, with with the whole COVID thing, you know what I mean. I have this. Uh, I I also play with a system of a down tribute. Okay. So we so so we were playing this show in Riverside, and then this is like right after they lift up all the the mandates and stuff like that. So the guitar player, he does this thing when we play Toxicity. He goes in the middle of the crowd, and then he starts playing in the middle of the mosh pit. You know, super cool thing. So he went there, and then the next day he was sick. He was with COVID. <laughs> yeah, so fortunately, Florida, I mean, everything's opening back up, so it's good to have music coming back um, to our lives. Um, so you guys certainly took advantage of it um, during the quarantine and you know, formed a band and, and are knocking out some bangers now. And uh, with an EP or full album coming up this year, um, and Fred obviously is is who knows where Fred will be. He's uh, he's got so many things to do, whether it's uh, mm-hmm. you know, graphic design or you know touring with a band or mm-hmm. uh, you know, another band or another band. But yeah, uh, it's, it's getting crazy. If you need drums, call Fred. Fred will <laughs> help you out. So um, you know, I know Holly, you have to go, so we'll wrap it up here shortly. Thanks. Uh, what is something? Um, that you would like the fans to know about uh, Dead Groove? Um, that, uh, you know, we're definitely working really hard behind the scenes to bring cool content and cool songs. Um, and it's just us, it's just us doing it. We're not, um, we do have the, the help of some, like uh, MVK of course is helping us um, a little bit. Uh, we haven't signed any paperwork or anything yet, but we're still an indie band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are definitely, you know, looking to make that next jump into some big things. So the tour that we just um, confirmed yesterday is the first step in the in that direction, and um, we're definitely going to be, you know, recording new stuff soon. And so just if if you like it, stick around. We've got more stuff coming. Yep, and uh, you're unsigned as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I know there's, um, you know, watching uh, the Space Zebra show. Uh, they're, you know, they bring, um, you know, unsigned bands to the forefront, and mm-hmm. we really don't put a lot of thought into it at first. You, you just mm-hmm. think, oh, you know, you hear something on the radio, or I mean, even Spotify. Um, you know, a lot of those bands are unsigned, and yeah. uh, you know, it, it's really kind of a shame because there's so many good bands out there that are unsigned. Mm-hmm. Or just don't have the exposure yet. Yeah. Uh, so folks, I encourage you click something on Spotify that you don't, you know, that you wouldn't regularly click on and uh, just listen to it and see what songs, you know, that's what I do now. I'm like, you know, I Magnolia Park, Magnolia Bayou. There's so many artists that I've discovered just by letting my Spotify play mm-hmm. that I would, I would have never known. Um, you know, so some of those I'd love to have on the show, um, you know, just to get them some exposure, you know, cause like yourselves, um, you're super talented and, uh, you know, you're getting started with the dead groove band. So, um, any exposure helps and, and, and kind of helps promote. So, um, you know, the, the internet and Spotify are huge, uh, 
free promotion. Well, I don't want to say free promotion, but Instagram and things mm-hmm. like that, are, you know, huge free pro- promotional tools. So search yeah. a band, search anything, you, you know, you never know what you'll find. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, definitely support local music, support unsigned artists. And, and tell uh, your friends, right? Tell your, <laughs> friends, uh, tell your mammy or pappy, whoever you got to tell, uh, sure. get the word out there, spread it. And um, unfortunately, the time has come. Holly does have to go. I gotta um, go load in. <laughs> I gotta go play a rock show. Right. So, <laughs> We're then, sold out tonight and tomorrow night. Oh, nice! And you're playing in LA? No, I'm playing in Mill Valley. Mill Valley. Okay. Yeah, California. Awesome. And uh, so, folks, we're going to end that here, uh, the Sloppy Syndicate Show. Pleasure having the Dead Groove Band on. And uh, anytime, you are more than welcome to come on. And until next time, folks, remember, keep it sloppy. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Okay. All right, man. Thank you.